Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Don't Stop Us Now. I'm Greta Thomas. And I'm Claire Hatton. We're all about producing content where you can be inspired by and learn from amazing female entrepreneurs and leaders to help you achieve and even exceed your career goals. Before we begin this week's episode, though, it would mean a huge amount if you could rate and review our show if you haven't already. Consider it as your kind deed for the day. And we'd love to hear from you. So why not follow us or message us on LinkedIn, mention the podcast and we'll be all ears. And now enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another of our how-to episodes. Golly, it's been a while since we've done one of these, hasn't it? It certainly has. I think it's been about seven episodes, actually. Wow. I know, I know. Well, you know, but we recently did a workshop on how to practically discover and leverage your strengths in your career. We did indeed. And it was so well received and we had feedback that it really changed how people were thinking about their day-to-day and their career path. That we thought we would share some of that goodness here. You know, it's as if you're having your very own Full Potential Labs personal career session right here, right now, wherever you are, whether that's lounge room, the bus, walking on the beach. Oh, that sounds good, doesn't it? Oh, gosh, yes. Gosh, what I do to walk on the beach right now. (laughs) Anyway, before we dive in, you might be asking yourself, actually, why does strength matter? Well, let me tell you, the research says that if you know what your strengths are and you leverage them, you'll be more productive, happier with less stress. Got to be good. Yeah. Have more energy and confidence be more effective at developing and growing yourself, and you'll be able to find more meaning in your work. Yeah, and that's just some of the the kind of the benefits the research shares. It's really the very strong answers, aren't they, to sort of motivate one to be really thoughtful about, you know, thinking about your strengths. And so today we're going to take you through you know, exactly what strengths are because it's not exactly as it sounds. There's a, a sort of a nuance to that. And why strengths matter in your career choices. We'll explain how to get clear on what your key strengths are. And most importantly, how to really leverage and apply those strengths in your career and your career progression. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as you said, I think it's good to pause and clarify what strengths really are. Yeah. And, and, and this is at least when you're talking about applying your strengths to work. That is because, you know, many people think that they're just sort of those technical or functional skills like, you know, data analysis or something like that, Yeah, which is true. That, that's what they, they can be. But they can also be what are often described as soft skills such as empathy and positivity. Yeah. And some 
can seem even higher level than that. And you might find this quite a bit if you're taking, you know, those various strengths and profiling tests like StrengthsFinder, for example, Mm -hmm. you know, that things such as variety seeking or being adaptable, maybe the types of things you don't normally associate with strengths, but they may well come through. The real key thing here is that what defines a strength for you is if you enjoy doing it and feel energized when you're using one of your strengths. Yeah, absolutely. It's that kind of enjoying and being energized by it that makes it a strength, at least in the sense of what we're talking about today. Because, you know, there may be other skills that you have where you're actually very good but they leave you feeling drained or flat after you've spent an hour doing something using that skill. So in that case, it's a skill and it's a competency that you have, but it's not a strength because you're not getting the energy and sort of the feel-good factor from it. Yeah, that's a really important distinction, I think. Yeah, it really is. Do you have an example of something you're good at, but you actually don't like doing? Well, yeah, I think I do. You know, I can be painstakingly thorough and have you know a very sort of microscopic attention to detail if I need to if I'm doing for example sort of kind of a project analysis or financial analysis however sitting alone at my desk for hours on end pouring through that kind of detailed kind of reams of information particularly if I have to do that regularly would absolutely kill me. You're so right. Yeah. You know, I cannot spend too long absorbed into a tunnel of information without having interaction with people. It would do my head in. And I think I'd also, if I had to do that, get really overweight because <laughs> I already would do this anyway, is I'd invent, you know, I said, oh, I have to go and just check what the, what's in the fridge or I need a break. I'll just go upstairs and check what's in the fridge and I'd be there every half hour I reckon so it would be really really damaging (laughs) that's so true so people if you are good at something but you're inclined to go to the fridge it's probably a competence not a strength (laughs) not wrong there now you may be asking how do I, as in you, not me, really know what my key strengths are? Well, fear not, as we're going to take you briefly through four different ways that you can use to discover and unearth your key strengths. Now, the first one is probably one of the most effective, we think, and that is to ask or email key people in your life and work who know you well and ask them what they think your top two or three strengths are. If you ask at least half a dozen people what they say back to you and give them a little bit of time if they're busy, you know, don't expect an immediate answer. But it can be so insightful to compare and see where the overlaps in and the commonalities of what their feedback is. And you'll be amazing to see the themes that come through. Mm. You know, I've had a number of my coaches do this. Yeah. And it's really interesting because often I summarize it for them and I get to see these patterns that come out Mm. and they are very clear. But sometimes there are things that even, you know, the person, my coachee sort of knows but hadn't really recognized was such a great strength. So it's it's a really good exercise. I agree because I think the thing about asking, you know, we, we can get wrapped up inside our own heads about what we think our strengths are. And sometimes 
those assumptions aren't quite sort of spot on. So that's with the first method. Now, another thing you can do, and I'm sure you do this anyway, is, you know, just think back through all the kind of references back in the old days when you got references more explicitly, and also feedback in performance reviews and the like that you've been given over time and ask yourself, what words or themes keep recurring? What have you heard? You know, I always used to get, especially in the early days of my career, people would talk about my energy a Mm. lot. They still do. They still do, (laughs) yes. But that's another way. A third way is very different again. And what we suggest is you take a week or it could be a month if you want to do it really thoroughly or if your last week wasn't a very typical example of how you spend a week. But go through your calendar for, say, a week and reflect on all the different activities you've got and note down which of those calendar entries gave you energy. You know, where did you finish something or walk out of that meeting and go, yeah, that was great. And also, look at what activities and calendar entries kind of left you feeling flat or drained. And then sit back and look at those two findings and figure out what can you deduce about the activities that energized you? What were you actually doing in those hours or those half hour slots that you looked at? And what can you learn from that about where your strengths lie? Because again, it's all about what energizes you is where your career strengths lie. So that's three different ways. The first one was asking people uh, that know you well. The second one was looking back and thinking back on feedback and references you've been given over time. And the third method was to actually go through your calendar for a week or a month and think about which of the activities you did really energized you. The fourth and final method that we're suggesting to help you unearth and really get clear on what your strengths, particularly your key strengths are, is to do a test. One of the sort of strengths tests that exists, whether that's one like insights discovery, which is broader than strengths, but absolutely includes strengths, or via signature strengths from the sort of the whole school of positive psychology. That's a free one that you can do online. And there's numerous other tests. Yeah, there's the as Clifton well. one, which is the old Gallup yeah, one. That's I think right. it's called Clifton Strengths Finder. Yep, that's it. You know, they're they're all quite interesting. They're all a bit different, but they're all quite interesting. Mm. You've done a couple, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Look, I think one of the things about the tests that is different to the other things and It's different, it's not better, it's not worse. But what I find is that they tend to be higher level descriptions. And if I had to summarize how you can use the strengths that I have learned from the likes of sort of via signature strengths or insights discovery, it's for longer term career trends and decisions Mm -hmm. because they're typically things like likes variety has energy, is positive. They're sort of high level. It's not like they tell you you're really good at brand marketing, go be a a brand marketer. You sort of use that for the kind of the longer term career decisions and when you're thinking about which you're comparing different roles. I think that's where they come in most useful. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think they can be quite useful, you know, to have with or the other, you know, one or more of the other 
ways in which we've suggested that you find strengths and sort of they complement it. Yeah, well, that's right, because you kind of want to be doing two things at once. You want to be making sure that in your day-to-day next week, Mm. you are thriving and sort of giving yourself the best chance of success. And you want to be on the right track with your career path. And that's where I think the blend of these two different kinds of uh, strengths can be useful. And just to give you a really concrete example, for example, in my insights discovery summary where it talks about my strengths, they include, my strengths include really liking and embracing variety and also initiating new projects, starting things off. So I can totally see how that makes my many years in consulting and advisory work so logical that I did that. totally. And if I was using those to kind of toss up a decision about career, you know, should I go into a a full-time role that had a lot of repetition or stay, you know, in a sort of a consulting or advisory role. Or run your own business. Yeah, or run your own business, which comes with lots of variety. Yeah. And I include sort of consulting and advisory in Mm. in this business that we do. Then I think that's where it really comes into its own in in that kind of decision. Yeah. No, I, I think that's right. Yeah. So let's say that you now have a pretty good idea of what your top three to five strengths are because you've done one or all of those four things that we've just mentioned. Yep. And so you know what really energizes you and what you're motivated to do. And so you might be asking yourself, well, now what? Well, here's two or three things that will be well worth your time doing. The first one is go through your calendar for the next week and look at how much of your time that's booked will actually play to your strengths. If there's not enough time in your mind, are there things that you could change around or are there routine activities that you have to do that you could try a different approach so that you can use one of your strengths more? Yeah, another completely legitimate thing can be that you discover your current role doesn't play well when you look at your next week or so to your key strengths at all. And if that's the case, you know, there's two things you can do here. You know, you can ask yourself, well, that's okay because you're doing this role for a real reason. So what hobbies or after hours activities could you include in your schedule in a week so that you do feel kind of like that you're feeding and nurturing the side of you that needs to get energized and feel fulfilled. Yeah. You know, I've got an example of that. Oh, great. Somebody I work with has a big executive job, but they also feel that they have very creative side that they don't necessarily get to use as much as they'd like to in the executive role. Right. And so they have decided to do life painting course. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so they're actually now doing more painting and bringing that in you know, to their after hours and, you know, and that's making that person feel really fulfilled and excited. Yeah, that that makes complete sense, definitely. And it's also invaluable to start looking around you if you haven't already, especially if this is a case where you feel that your current role, when you look at how you spend your time and how you need to spend your time doesn't play to your strengths, then it's also really worthwhile spending time thinking about, okay, what are the roles or types of work 
are there that you think would really energize you more? Yeah. And I think this is a really good time to have a conversation. You know, if you, if you've got a boss, have a conversation with your boss about this Mm. and start thinking, you know, discussing where you can leverage your strengths more. Are there projects that might not be central to your core role, but you could be doing because actually it's going to leverage one of your strengths and make you feel really motivated or it could be there is another part of the business where you could you know do half a day a week or something yeah no I think that is very true and certainly we're big advocates of making sure you do talk to your manager or your boss about all these kinds of things to optimize because it's in their interest to keep you energized and fulfilled yeah because totally. in especially in this market no one wants to lose good people no absolutely not Now, we do just want to flag here something really important, and that is, of course, even your dream job will have plenty of activities that you need to do that won't play to your strengths and will feel like a chore. I mean, I feel like I have my dream job, to be honest, Mm -hmm. and there are still plenty of things that I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, like expenses. Yeah. <gasps> Kill me. Kill as your, me and as your business partner, <laughs> welcome to the real world, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is the thing. It is a real world. And so we're not trying to say you're going to have a, a dream job where you feel energized 100% of the time, far from it. Yeah. There's almost no job in the world that will cater for making you feel you're in the zone or energized all the time. But when you can find a role that really appreciates your strength, you can really succeed. And when you can leverage your strengths, you'll find that you're, you can really get much faster career progression, not to mention satisfaction and fulfillment. Absolutely. You know, I'm wondering, do you have any stories with any of your coaches where, you know, someone has investigated and really thought about what their key strengths are and having done that, looked at what they do currently and thought, actually, you know, I really should try to move roles at the very least. Have you got any examples of someone who's kind of felt that and what did they do? Yeah, I do actually. One person that I worked with was in a marketing role, like a campaign marketing role. Mm. And as much as she kind of enjoyed parts of it, she wasn't getting the energy out of it. And it was it was sort of like moving through mud uphill right. <laughs> in some ways. And she sort of went back to think about you know, what is she really, really good at? And it turned out that she was good at the, you know, the marketing campaign side of things. The detail of it wasn't her. What she was really brilliant at was partnerships. And so she actually moved into a brand new role. It didn't exist when she first joined. And she moved into a brand new role in partnerships and literally has completely flourished in that role. She is nailing it. What she's got promoted in record time. She's getting accolades from everywhere. She's just she's just so good at it. Hmm. And it's it's really rocketing her career. That is such a good story, isn't it? And how long did it take? I mean, obviously one person is no kind of generalization or goodness, a fair example for others to think about, but how long did it take from the realization that what she was doing was maybe not playing to her strengths and maybe she was stronger at this area, in this instance, partnerships, before that all happened? I think it took a little while because it took a little while to actually really acknowledge that. Mm, I bet. Um, And then for that role to come about, but... In the big scheme of things, it wasn't that long. 
So is it like months or a year? I I, I don't know. I, I think maybe six months. Yeah. It also just goes to show the real value of taking the time to deeply self-reflect. Mm, absolutely. And really think about it because obviously you can get these inputs of from people or from your going through your feedback or looking at your calendar about what you think your key strengths are. But then it's also sitting with those and thinking about, your current role and thinking about where you think you want to go with your career and does that is that going to play to those strengths and really just spending a little bit of time sitting with that because clearly that's what this person had to do to even kind of realize actually you know it doesn't sound like it was top of mind for her that partnerships were her key strength it sounds like that was a bit of a journey and then she kind of went that yeah and and I think also you know sometimes you're caught up in your day-to-day you know you're not enjoying it but you don't step back and think about why or what are my strengths so you know that's it's often it's a voyage of discovery and that's okay absolutely but you're so right too that we all just get so busy doing uh, you know meeting the deadlines yeah that time yeah so that's why that reflection time as you say yeah is so so important yeah no exactly Well, you know, of course, there are many other things that you can do with your strengths too, but that's for another time. What we want to do briefly now, though, is touch on weaknesses. You know, it's that classic interview question that's been around for way too long, if you ask me, about, you know, well, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? But what we want to stress here is, you know, by thinking about and talking about leveraging your strengths and shaping your career to optimize the use of your strengths, we're not saying completely ignore your weaknesses. For example, if you're not good with budgets, but you want to get a promotion and lead a team or several teams, then more than likely you're going to need to be able to build that skill of building budgets and managing budgets because you can't really be a leader without having that experience. And also another thought is that particularly early in your career, you'll have weaknesses that are simply due to a lack of experience and practice with those things because it's early in your career. So you do need to build out a wide range of things and you may not actually fully have all the information yet to know what activities are your strengths and the ones that give you energy. You absolutely should still kind of experiment and try things out when you're in your early stage of your career. But coming back to sort of how to think about your weaknesses versus your strength, it definitely shouldn't be that you dwell mostly on flogging yourself about your weaknesses and spending the majority of your time trying to improve your weaknesses. When it comes to how you think about your personal development plan and your growth plans and your career direction, you want to lead that thinking with your strengths. So it all comes down to how you think about, you know, where you're going in particular. You know, what type of roles in future will play to your strengths? And then you can ask yourself, okay, what other skills might I need to do the kind of roles I'm thinking about that would be good for me in the future? And what skills are there that I don't have now and I need to work to round those out? But the thinking is still very much led by your strengths. Claire, does that make sense to you? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense to me because Mm. I actually made the big mistake of making a career transition because I wanted to focus on my weaknesses. Ah, right. So I basically joined a consulting company because I really felt like I wanted the financial, you know, spreadsheets, the strategy stuff, which... I did. It was really actually, it was good in some ways because I did build that muscle, 
But my God, I hated it. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. I didn't want to get up in the morning. Sorry, and- I shouldn't have laughed. No, but, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Uh, I managed a year and then I left. I mean, I guess it was, it was early in my career, so it was kind of good. And I did get those skills, but it was a very painful way of doing it. Yeah, right. I would recommend that you try to leverage your strengths and then also build on those development areas as well at the same time. And you'll be much happier. <laughs> Classic. Well, Let's just summarize where we've got to. So we've looked at today, you know, the reason why strengths matter, because the research says absolutely you'll feel more fulfilled, you'll be happy, you'll have less stress, you'll be more productive, you'll find more meaning. I could go on. But no there's, brainer. Yeah, there's lots of good reasons why you want to be consciously leveraging your strengths at work. And then we talked about four different ways. There are, of course, other ways that you can surface and think about what your key strengths might be, whether it's asking people who know you well, thinking back onto your previous feedback and references and development feedback, et cetera. Also, you can audit your past activities and you can, what was the fourth one? Fourth one was you can do a strengths questionnaire. Of course, the tests. Yes. And then we also, you know, sort of qualified to remember that your strengths are something that you're more than likely good at, but they also, and this is key, they also leave you feeling energized. They make you feel good and you feel energized after you've done them. If you're good at something, but actually it can leave you feeling flat or drained, that's not a strength in the sense we're talking about. It's a competency. Having thought about you know what your key strengths are, we talked about applying them and looking at your calendar and getting creative and thinking about, well, if I'm not using the strength of X or Y much in the in my calendar and in my role in the next few weeks ahead. What could I do differently to use that muscle a bit more? And if you can't apply that in your job, then how can you apply it outside of your work in like hobbies and the like? Because absolutely the research shows if you can at least feed and use that strength, then you will still get the benefit of greater fulfillment. We also talked about how the tests like Insights Discovery or Strengths Finder and Via Signature Strengths, in our opinion, are better for sort of the career path decisions than the more tactical types of strengths that we think of, like, I'm really good at brand marketing, hypothetically. And finally, we talked about not looking at weaknesses and leading and shaping your career decisions by your weaknesses. Absolutely, particularly if you're in your early career, you want to build out the areas that you need those skills of, but lead with your strengths. And we've heard some great stories, particularly Claire from, you know, about your coaches and your own story. Have I missed anything in our quick recap? I don't think so. In our quick, but not so quick recap. Exactly. Well, that's this episode done and dusted. Let us know if you've got any questions or stories to share of how you're realising and playing to your strengths, because we'd absolutely love to hear them. Yes, we would. Why don't you contact us on LinkedIn? You can reach Claire Hatton or myself, Greta Thomas, on LinkedIn. I think you'll find us pretty easily if you put in those names. And we promise to reply if you message us there. All right. Well, that's it from us today. Take care. Think about your strengths. Have fun. And we'll see you back here in two weeks. Ciao for now.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 